Hey there, I'm Tiffany. I'm a registered nurse with over 10 years of experience. The Nursing Student Diaries podcast was created to help you get through this crazy challenge called nursing school. My goal for this podcast is to help you feel empowered and encouraged to take on whatever nursing school throws at you. Nursing school is tough, but you, my friend, are tougher. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of the Nursing Student Diaries. So I know it's been a little bit, probably more than a little bit, I guess. It's been a few months since there's been a new episode of the podcast up, but I am here. I am back. We have a lot of great content, I think, coming up. I have done a little bit of research and just finding some suggestions on what you guys want to chat about, what is helpful for you. So I hope that these upcoming episodes of the podcast are really helpful for you. And I do kind of want to start branching out into not only talking about nursing school, but just nursing as a professional in general, especially about the new nursing tactics. So more to come on that. So thanks for sticking around. I really appreciate you guys listening into the podcast. I appreciate all the new listeners that have found this show. Um, I've gotten some great feedback lately, and it's just really awesome to hear that this podcast is helpful for you guys because that is why I'm doing this. It's to help you. It's not to help me. I do not pretend to be an expert on nursing or nursing school. Even though I have been a nurse for 10 years and I do have my MSN in nursing education, I still feel like as nurses, we constantly are growing. We're constantly learning new things. I honestly learn new things every day, every week while I'm at work, while I'm working on my doctorate. And I just want to give you guys real content that I feel like will be helpful for you. This is all stuff that I've either used to help myself or has helped other people that I know in nursing and in nursing school. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in and hopefully these next few episodes are super helpful for you. So today I kind of wanted to dive in more on those clinical rotations. I know we did an episode a little few episodes ago about clinicals and just setting yourself up for success there, but I wanted to focus today's episode on approaching patients and how to handle patients, maybe comments, maybe you're just, you know, getting used to talking to a patient, which sounds like it should be easy, but it's actually not. It's actually a skill that you have to learn. And I think one of the biggest things in nursing school, when you are brand new, if you've never been in a hospital setting before, you've never had to approach a patient, it can be a little nerve wracking. I remember my first few clinical rotations as a brand new nursing student And although I had worked in a hospital, I was currently working in a hospital at that point, the clinical rotation sites were not the hospital that I was working at. You're not familiar, you know, where everything is. You don't know the staff. You don't really know what kind of, what you're going to expect when you walk in the patient's room, right? So that those nerves, that overwhelming feeling just kind of gets you, doesn't it? So I remember as a new nursing student walking up there to the unit I honestly couldn't even tell you what kind of unit it was. I think it was a med surge floor. Um, but I remember walking up there and having my nursing instructor be like, okay, this is your patient that you're taking care of and this is their nurse and just go in the room and just do A, B, C, and D. And I just remember looking at her being like, you just walk in there and just do all this stuff. She's like, yep, go ahead. And I just stared at her and I remember just feeling so overwhelmed and so panicked. And I'm like, you just walk in a room and start talking to a patient. 
It seems so silly that that simple act can be so overwhelming and so stressful, but it is. And I don't know if you guys have felt that before. Hey, maybe I'm the only person who has felt that. I don't know. Um, but you can feel like such a simple topic can be just so daunting, right? So just a couple of things that are probably going to seem totally obvious, but I find sometimes that breaking down things into like a step-by-step scenario is just very helpful for getting over those overwhelming things, right? So the first thing you're going to want to do when you walk in that patient's room is obviously introduce yourself. And I know it can be a little intimidating because you're probably thinking, I'm a nursing student. They don't want a student in here. They're sick. You know, they want the professionals to take care of them, but you'd be surprised by how many people are open to having students there. So the first thing you want to do when you walk in the room, introduce yourself. Tell them that you're a student, tell them you're working with their nurse and that you're going to work together to help take care of this patient, right? And then the second thing you always, always want to ask permission before you do anything, even if it's an assessment, even if the nurse sent you in there to look at their medications, to do their vitals, you always want to ask the patient before you do something. And I know, again, that sounds really simple, but honestly, I find even today, like my patients or the patients that my staff take care of, we don't always ask them permission. We just start doing things, right? So I know I've mentioned before that I currently work in a surgery department. I am the assistant nurse manager of a pre-op and PACU. And sometimes, honestly, when we're pre-oping patients, we're trying to get them ready for surgery. You know, their surgery time's coming up. We have a limited amount of time to get them ready, get them prepped for surgery. There's a lot of little things we have to do. And we just kind of tend to go in that room and just start doing them. And sometimes you'll look at that patient and they'll kind of get that panicked look in their eye. Like they want to ask you why you're doing something, but they're almost afraid to because, you know, they're here for surgery. They're already a little wound up. So sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, hey, you know, we need to check your blood pressure because we need to make sure it's stable. We're attaching these stickers on your chest to monitor your heart rate. We need to start an IV so that you can get the anesthesia medication to help you sleep through your surgery, to help keep you comfortable. Just remembering to A, ask their permission. Can I put this blood pressure cuff on your arm? Can I take your vital signs for my nurse? Am I, can I start your IV? I think we just forget to do that because we are so focused on the task at hand, right? So just asking their permission. And then part of that is also explaining what you're doing. These patients are here, they're sick, sometimes they have an understanding of what's going on, and sometimes, which I find most of the time, they really don't have a full understanding. A lot of people's medical knowledge is just based on what they see on TV, right? And as we all know, you know, Grey's Anatomy, ER, The Good Doctor, whatever all those medical shows are, they're great TV shows, don't get me wrong, I love Grey's Anatomy, I have loved it since day one, but they are not very accurate, right? And if that's what their information that they're getting, they may not understand when they're the patient, when they're in the hospital, what exactly it is that needs to take care of them. So I know I kind of went off on a little tangent there, but just kind of bring it back. A, we're going to introduce ourselves to the patient, tell them who we are. And then B, we're going to ask their permission and then tell them what we're doing and why we're doing it. Like I need to do an assessment on you to make sure that your lung sounds are clear to make sure that your heart sounds are clear 
make sure that all of your muscles and everything are moving and strength and in tandem and all that good stuff. However you want to explain it to the patient. It also helps you as a student understand why it's so important to do the things that we do every day. So that's really important. That's what clinical is actually teaching us. And I know it can get so focused on we need to do the tasks. Like this week, you're going to check off on a full body assessment. Next week, you're going to check off on how to look at labs and interpret them. All of those things come together to create a bigger picture to create the patient's you know, profile and why they're here and what we're doing for them and how we're getting them better. And once you start connecting those dots, the earlier you start connecting those dots, the easier nursing school is going to become and the better you're just going to be a better nurse overall in general. And to be honest with you, just a tangent on that is I didn't really start figuring that out until I worked in the ER about three years into my nursing career. I was very task oriented, very focused on I have to do these 80 things before 7 p.m. And I didn't really start understanding why we do all these things until I worked in the ER where you kind of work backwards, right? You're trying to figure out why the patient's here, what's going on with them. So there is a reason, a very specific reasons for why you run all the certain tests on those patients. So the faster you can figure that out, the easier nursing school and just being a nurse in general is going to be for you. Your clinical rotations is also a really great time to start learning how to small talk with your patients and establishing rapport. So by being warm and just open, smiling, maintaining that eye contact, helping engaging them in small talk helps just to make your patient feel comfortable. And this is a great skill that you have to learn really to start taking care of people. Because unfortunately you are going to find that sometimes your patients are a little difficult to work with, whether that just be they're a difficult person in general and they're just difficult with everyone if they're just not feeling well, you know how irritated you can be when you don't feel well? That's how your patient is, right? They don't feel well, they're in the hospital, they're not at home, they might be a little bit irritable or just not, they just don't feel well, they don't want to be nice, right? So by trying to learn how to establish rapport and just learn that active listening, having some empathy, I think that's a really great opportunity for you to focus on that with your patient. Because as a new nurse, if you're working in a unit, a med surge unit type situation, you're going to have five or six patients probably. This is a great time during school when you have that one-on-one or one-on-two time to really work on that, right? Just sit down with your patient, make that small talk, try to find out a little bit about them, help put them at ease. You know, because I think the easier that that is for you, the easier it is going to be to be a nurse. When you establish that trust between you and your patient, it makes your job so much easier. It's also one of the most rewarding things, I think, as a nurse. All of my moments as a nurse that I feel like I'm so proud of or I look back on and it makes me smile is when I know that I have made a difference in that patient's life, right? And it's not even those big moments where you think, oh, I saved their life. You know, you give them that life-saving medication, you perform CPR, whatever, which those are all great things to do. Don't get me wrong. But I think those bigger moments that I find are when I've had a really human moment with that patient, when I've made that connection, when they look at me and tell me, wow, you guys really make me feel important. You make me feel seen. And I think that can start as early as nursing school. This is a great opportunity to learn how to do that. 
And I know that our clinicals were so focused on getting good grades and passing and doing what our professors want us to do. But I think that, you know, besides that, once we get all that stuff done or even in between it, we can really start focusing on how to establish rapport with a patient. And that's also not a skill that we can teach you, that you can learn from somebody. You really just have to practice it, honestly. And this is, like I said, this is such a great opportunity, especially when you only are assigned one or two patients in an eight hour day. That sounds so overwhelming right now as a nursing student, I know, but as a nurse, like I said, you're gonna have a lot more than one or two patients in a day. So this is that time to just sit there, to listen to them, to just be warm and open and ask open-ended questions and just really get to learn how to establish rapport with a patient. Also, when you're with that patient in the patient's room, in their emergency room bay, whatever it may be, remember to keep their privacy, right? Close that door when you walk in the room. Close that curtain. Make sure that you're not speaking about the patient when you're outside the room where other people can overhear you. Those little things that we tend to forget about, especially when you're new at this, just kind of help make the patient even feel more comfortable, right? And also making sure you wash your hands too, especially in front of the patient. I know that um, most of the time we wash our hands before we walk into the room, right? But I think a lot of clinical places are getting to be where they have hand washing stations either in the room, the foam in the room, so the patient can actually see you washing their hands. And that just helps them make them feel more safe, right? So if we can just keep, maintain their privacy, you know, if you're doing an abdominal exam, kind of cover up what you don't need to see. Just ask them for permission before you lift up their gown. I think those little things um, we tend to forget about, especially, like I said, when we're new and we don't do this every day. And honestly, even as experienced nurses, I've seen it before. Like I said, in my pre-op area where we'll be shaving a patient's abdomen and they have the door wide open because anesthesia is walking in, the surgeon's walking in and out, the other nurse is grabbing medications, everybody's in and out. And I just kind of go, I, when I see that happen, I go and I close the door, pull the curtain close. I know we all have a job to get done, right? We all um, have all those tasks that we have to complete, but we really do need to make sure that that patient's privacy is being kept. And also another thing I think is so important at the end of your clinical shift is to say thank you to the patient. You know, you're learning because of them. You are here for them. You, they let you in their room. They let you do your assessment, everything that you needed to get done today. And I think just saying a simple thank you for letting me be part of your care goes a long way for that patient. Whether you realize it or not, that patient helped you move forward in nursing school. They help you move forward in your nursing career. So I think just taking that time to say thank you to that patient is A, gonna make the patient feel awesome when they may not be in a situation that they wanna be in, right? In the hospital, sick, getting better, what have you. And I just think that recognizing that you took something from that clinical experience that you're either going to A, use the next time you go to clinical, or B, maybe you're gonna try something different, but you learn something from that patient. And I really think it doesn't take much just to say a simple thank you for letting me be part of your care. Well, we talked a lot about patients and our clinical experience today. So just trying to wrap it up in a little bow at the end of this episode. When you go to clinical, remember to introduce yourself to the patient, ask their permission before you perform any task, even if it's just an assessment, vital signs, even if those things are things that need to be done, just remember to ask permission. 
And then along with that, explain why you're doing certain things. Explain why you're doing these procedures for the patient. And then I, what I think is most important is just really taking the opportunity that clinical presents to establish that rapport with the patient, to practice those skills, because that is just going to help you so much as a nurse later on to really do that. And finally, thank the patient. Thank them for letting you be part of their care. So I hope the next time you go to your clinical rotation, you keep these tips in mind. I hope they are helpful for you. And as always, feel free to DM me on Instagram about any topics topics that you guys want to talk about next time. And I will be back next week. See you soon. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please post it on Instagram stories and tag me. My Instagram handle is at Tiffany Gasai. Also, feel free to DM me on any topics you want covered in the future. Talk to you soon.